Michael T. Justice, a man in the middle, half black, half white, in the middle of the country, in the middle of the night, trying to figure out how to make this world right, because they fixed the game before they wrote the rules, and now we're left with these broken tools, but we still got to try to fashion the jewels so that we can be free. Hello and welcome to the Michael T. Justice Podcast. Thanks for listening, and if you would like to respond to any of the things you hear, please hit me up here on Anchor or at Twitter at Michael T. Justice or Facebook Michael T. Justice. There we go. Tuning in to the com, intercom, Star Trek intercom. I did not know that William Shatner and Leonard Nimoy are from are from, uh, I was going to say her from Star Trek, are from, of course I know they're from Star Trek. I didn't know they're from, um, Canada. Groovy. Thank you, man. Thank you for just, uh, your continued support, man. I do appreciate it. Have a good one. All right. Peace. Michael T. Justice. What's going on, my brother? Thank you so much. It's great to hear from you. Like always. Thank you for the advice on quitting smoking. Right now I am, uh, what am I, two days? Two or three days with no cigarette right now. I've been vaping and I haven't been around anybody that smokes. So I haven't had that opportunity to use that cigarette trick that you said. But um, yeah, I'm feeling pretty good about it right now. I'm coughing a lot and coughing up a lot of crap. But I had that wake up call from that doctor's visit, you know, and I've been wanting to quit anyway. So I always had that joke, though, that I'd always say is my father always said, don't be a quitter. So (laughs) it's stupid. All right, man. Have a good weekend. I'll talk to you. Peace. Hey, Michael T. Um, Haven't heard from you in in a bit. Hope you're being safe out there with the pandemonium and the chaos that is raging in America and across the globe right now, along with the COVID-19, there's just so much going on right now. So I hope you're being safe. Um, Considering what happened to George Floyd, please keep yourself and your family safe. So I just wanted to stop by and say hi. And I hope to all your listeners, they are also being safe as well. So remember to be blessed, motivated, and always inspired to do what God has laid on your heart. And you guys take care and please stay safe out there. I'm recording me. <laughs> he, what did I say? You said he is okay. You said he's not as much as people say he's worth. Right, he's not as he's not worth as much yeah. as he says he's worth. Yes, but on the other hand, he's worth more than he says he's worth. Yes. <laughs> Mind blown. No, because. He goes around telling people, I got $50 billion, yada, 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 right? But then when we, he won't release his tax returns. That's what all this hubbub about getting to his tax returns. Mm -hmm. Because you can tell people anything, right? Like this building is worth $10 billion or whatever, right? Or I can sell you something. I can sell you these, this item, right? Mm -hmm. For a million dollars. Nobody knows. That's between you and me, right? Until I file my taxes, because I got to say, I made a million dollars. See what I'm saying? 
So what happens is he's running around telling people he's worth so much money. But some of that worth is just what you say, right? Like I say, this house is worth $10 million. was only worth $10 million if... If what? You buy it. For if somebody gives me $10 million for it. I can say it's worth $10 million, but if it sits on the market for six months... And then somebody comes along and offers me seven million. I might take it. You see what I mean? Yeah. So he t- he goes around overinflating what everything is worth, so he can tell people he's worth four billion dollars or whatever it is, right? Not telling people how much he owes on this and how much he had to take out to borrow to buy that, so he doesn't really own that because you know what I'm saying. So he obfuscates things that way on the one hand. Why do people want his tax returns? Because he's also got to tell the government how much he's worth, mm-hmm. right? Because he has to say, I made a million dollars. Okay, you owe us 10% of that. But then you get into the whole thing where it's like, well, I made a million dollars, but yeah, I had to spend this much and that much, da, 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 so I only made 10 bucks. And that's what they do. See what I'm saying? So he tells the government, He's worth less than he is actually worth. Mm-hmm. See what I mean? So what's he really worth? Who knows? That all comes out in the balancing of things. That's why every once in a while they'll say something like, Jeff Bezos is worth $40 million. Well, he's only worth that if you take the price of his stock in this, that, and the other thing, and and you go, okay, well, his stock is worth... Today it sells for a hundred dollars a share, so he's got this many shares, so he's worth forty billion dollars. Well, here's the problem with that: if he needed forty billion dollars tomorrow, and he tried to sell his shares to get that forty billion dollars, as soon as he started selling his shares, the value of the shares would go down, mm-hmm. and so he wouldn't be worth forty billion dollars. So if he tried to sell it all tomorrow, he'd be lucky if he could get a billion dollars, because people would be like, "What's going?" My share is not worth anything. Sell, sell, sell. Mm-hmm. So not only are you selling, yeah, everybody else is selling, mm-hmm. and the value is going. So your value is very fluid. You understand what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that's how. That's why you got to look at tax returns and you get into the whole accounting thing and everything. And when you look at again another layer of that is there are so many legal the term is legal instruments so a legal document or set of documents it's really an idea right if we make up an idea and then we write it down so we're in agreement then so so you got trusts and you got all these kind of things and I can't begin to give you a solid explanation of them but it's basically a way for me to say uh, I had a friend once who had a trust and she got $20,000 every year that was it so she maybe had I don't even know what the family money was worth maybe she was really worth $10 million if she got all the money but she could never get all the money until a certain age because the way the trust was set up, we put this money in here for you and then the trustee, right, the person I trust to give you the money is going to only give you the money in these increments, $20,000 every year, 
That way, no matter what, you can always have a decent life. You know what I mean? Because that's what I used to tell them. Like, man, you could work at McDonald's and still be on top. You know, extra 20 grand. But Trump got set up with something like that when he was like three years old. So there was a way, yeah. So there was a way that his dad was taking the money that he had and was giving it to his different kids in a way to, again, be able to say, I'm only worth this much money because, you know, I made a million dollars, but I gave, you know, so much money to my kids and this, that, and the other thing, and I paid this, right? So that's how he was lying about what he was worth so he could get his taxes or shielding it, as what they call it, you know what I mean? They, you know, look, this is supposed to be God's country. I'm going to go off on another tangent, sorry. But this is supposed to be God's country, right? And God said, <laughs> you ain't supposed to be all deceitful about everything, right? Mm -hmm. And that's all that we do in this country is, is deceit. Mm -hmm. That's all of it. Yeah. We're like, how do I say this is that in order to make it not that so that when I need it to be that, I can make it that again? Do you understand what I'm saying? And when you're talking about money, you're talking about how do I give my money to him, but in such a way that I'm the trustee so I can actually spend it on whatever I want. And he, Trump, is just getting this bank account built up, but he's not really in charge of it because his daddy is. But then there's a way that the money gets moved again before he's 21 so that it, you know what I mean? And so that, so much so that Right now, there's that book that's out. I don't know if you've heard about that. His niece wrote a book. Okay, so his niece wrote a book, which I don't have any real interest in seeing or reading or any of that stuff because it's just telling you about how they grew up and how he was, you know, how his dad basically taught him to be a jerk. Right? Like, this is how we get ahead. We're the biggest jerks, and if we're the biggest jerks, then we're on top. Right? And that's how he is who he is. I don't really need her book to tell me that. But part of her book and part was explaining how they were jerks to her. Her family, which was his brother, Trump's brother, who had died before the father died. And then when, okay, her father, which was Trump's father or Trump's brother, had died before Trump's father died. Right. So by the time Trump's father died and there's like, what do we do with all this money and what's the money worth? What's the family worth? They had it worked out to where they explained to her that they were worth. You know, they were going to get like three hundred million dollars mm -hmm. from yeah. dad's estate. And so everybody's cutting. Here's your 15 million. See you later. <laughs> yeah. Except. What we found out. Because they ended up, it's something with her family, and I'm not going to read the book to find out what happened with their family to get to this point. Mm -hmm. But at some point in their family, there was a court settlement about what's the family worth and this, and then they told them it's only worth $300 million, and she's like, what is it really worth? And so they got all these documents and everything. But then they, and this happens a lot, and this Trump uses this a lot, but this is what happens, settlements. You know what a settlement is? Mm -hmm. Hmm? It's like, I agree, I'm going to give you so much money. You ever heard that J.G. Wentworth commercial? 
called J.G. Wentworth, 877 Cash Now. Never seen that? No. Because it's so, there's so many settlements out there that people are getting money and they, they have a way of getting you getting your money from you. <laughs> but anyway, like we'll give you 10000 now and then we'll just take that 100000 as it comes in. But anyway, Trump's family, right? basically had a settlement with this niece that said, listen, we're going to give you some money, go away. Right? Mm-hmm. Just end all this, how much is the family worth, and where is this, and where is that, and how much do you get? We're going to just give you this much, what do you say? And she goes, I can spend the rest of my life in court trying to get $100 million or just take this $20 million or whatever it is they were offering her, right? Yeah. So she went ahead and took that money. But then, years later, Trump becomes president, and everybody hates Trump, so everybody's knocking on her door going, hey, can you tell us some dirt? And she's like, nope, I got an agreement with them that they gave me my money. I ain't talking about them. We just... I know they snakes, but I ain't got nothing to say, right? So then, at some point, these reporters got in touch with her, said, hey, Hook us up with the the insight. And she got to thinking about something, because I, I did see an interview with her. And basically, because she had that settlement and had a lawsuit with them, mm-hmm. whenever you have a lawsuit, everybody has to put their information on the table, at least some representation of the information. Do you understand what I'm saying? I got to share with you my my side of the case and you share your side of the case before we take it to the judge so that when we get in front of the judge I can answer your points and you can answer my points you know what I'm saying that expedites everything and they told her their side of the story but then she did the settlement so she just walked away but she had a lawyer Mm -hmm. and lawyers Mm -hmm. Always keep records Mm -hmm. because there's another flim flam scam. If you call your lawyer up and say, hey, Bob, what's uh, what time are we meeting (laughs) with this other guy? Right. And he looks. Let me look at my calendar. Okay, that's an hour's worth of time. (laughs) Right. So he's got a record person called me. We spoke about this. Boom. So I can charge them $300 an hour, right? They keep records of everything, including all the stuff that Trump's people had sent them saying when they were fighting about how much was the company worth or family worth. And they're like, here, this is this proves that we're only worth $300 million and this proves that and the other thing. Well, by being part of that lawsuit, by being that's her lawyer, that's her documents. So she went and got the documents and gave them to these lawyers, these reporters and the reporters would go looking through every little thing. And it was like, what's this one saying? And Oh wait, he owns this property. What do you mean he owns that property? This says she owns that property. What? Not, not she like his sister and I'm using property. Cause I don't know all the specifics of it. Cause like I said, it is very legal instruments are crazy, but whatever it was, listen to this, whatever it was, in the disparity, right, in the documents, 
they were able to print some big news article, which I didn't read the whole article because so much of it is about how the dude is a crook and a scam. <laughs> and it's like, I knew that already. So all you telling me is the details of his scam. Well, here's the thing. Check this out. Whatever it was they discovered mm-hmm. about how they were claiming that the dad's fortune was worth this much and this, that, and the other thing, and this is how much each of the kids get, and here's where their money is, and the way they operate their money on a regular basis, the way they operate their money is so shady that the lawyers for the government are like, hey, wait a second, this looks criminal, let's take a look at this. And they're like, well, how do you take a look at it? There's all kinds of ways to take a look at it. You come in and you say, we demand to take a look at it because you violated XYZ law. And so, right, there's that. There's also through the person's different people's jobs because one of the problems was what they alleged to have happened was something that the way they were operating was in such a way that you know what you're doing is shady. You might be legal here or legal there or whatever, but you know it's shady. And so that allowed Trump's sister, who is a judge, right? As a judge, you can be looked at for ethics violations, which means if you out there, mm-hmm. you know, you're the one that's supposed to be the judge when people come and say, Your Honor, the guy told me, and then he scammed me, man. The judge is supposed to be like, you can't be scamming people. Well, if you're scamming people, then you ain't really much of a judge. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So they got to be able to do the ethics investigation. So as soon as they said, yeah, we're going to do an ethics investigation, you know what she did the next day? What? She quit. Whatever. She quit. She literally quit. Like on a Tuesday. <laughs> Not like I'm quitting, like I've got to go to the thing and it's been wonderful and in two weeks I'm out of here. She's like, I'm out of here tomorrow. Dear friends and family, (laughs) I'm out. Why? Because as soon as there's somebody looking at what you're doing. Do they have to inform them of an ethics investigation? Yeah, they would need to be. And she was informed that there would be an ethics investigation. And she said, okay, I quit. Because by quitting, there's no ethics investigation because you don't work here no more. And what the ethics investigation, because the ethics investigation is not going to put you in jail. It's just going to either fire you or not, right? And by... Being a judge, this blew me away is a sidebar in the report. She was she quit and by so doing she saved her pension. You know what a pension is? Mm-hmm. That's the money that they save up yeah. a little here and there to pay you till you retire like when you retire. Her pension is two hundred thousand dollars a year. You have a quizzical look on your face because that's what I did. When they said that, I was like, what the hell? That's unnecessary. That's that's crazy. Like, yeah. 
that seems off somehow. That's a whole nother, that's an ethics investigation that needs to happen. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But but that's what's wrong with America, like I started off by saying, is all the deceit. Because we should know that. I don't think people know that. Because, I, I, I mean, that really blew me. I don't think if you ask most people, they would be like, How long was a she year judge? as a retiree? <laughs> I don't think she was a judge that long, but by that long, I mean like 10 or 15 years because like a judge is on oh, yeah. a lifetime appointment. Yeah. So, you know, she Ru- she's in the same deal as Ruth, Gator, Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Like, see, okay, you're up there. Mm-hmm. If you've risen to that rank, and I don't know, maybe that's why, because she was higher up than I realized. But like, if you're on the Supreme Court, I could understand maybe you getting... A big high pension like that. Mm-hmm. A, if you're on the Supreme Court, when we're talking about retiring, you're probably not going to be living too much longer anyway. Yeah. <laughs> they usually retire when they die. So maybe that's why she just said, okay, I'll just start getting 200 grand a year for not working instead of waiting. And what she's like, cause I, but that means they gotta be making more than that, right? Yeah. I mean, cause your retirement yeah. is like less than what you used to make. Yeah. Not more. That just makes me wanna. Makes me wanna holla, inner city blues. I gotta do that song too. Matter of fact, I'm gonna put that song with this recording. Right on. And then we'll just leave it at that. But yeah, isn't that crazy? But that's why she she quit. I just kind of dropped in the middle because I go off on tangents like that. But you know what I'm saying? He's a scammer. But we knew that. I mean, I knew that. Yo, I have a vivid memory of a conversation with my buddy Keith. You remember Keith? Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm trying to remember the exact. Clinton was president, so it was in the 90s. And it was before. I'm trying to remember. It was something. Because one of the, Donald Trump's been famous mm-hmm. my whole life. Yeah. For one thing. Being rich and being a jerk about it, you know what I mean. That was his whole thing. Even you know what he was before. Like when you were growing up, he we never watched that nonsense. But that Apprentice, right? No, I've seen that. Yet. You're fired. That's just like look, I'm a, you're fired. Yeah, okay. So I already knew he was a scammer and a not nice person because I I have a vague or a vivid memory of having a conversation with him when we were talking about it. And one of, I think, I can't remember who had read the news story or, because one of us had read it and one of us had heard it on the radio and we were talking about him being involved in a big lawsuit. Basically, 
one of the banks was threatening to sue him because he was not making his payment, right? So, like, if I don't make the house payment next month, they're going to send me some papers saying, hey, man, you better make the house payment. And if I keep on not making the house payment after about three or four payments, they're going to send me a note saying, we're coming to get the house. Get your people. Get out. Right? And this was what our conversation was about, me and Keith. When you blow that thing up and you ain't talking about a house, but you're talking about a billion dollars, mm -hmm. and that's what it was at that point, because I remember it was something crazy where he owed some bank as part of some billion-dollar deal he was doing. He owed some bank something crazy like $600 million, but he mm -hmm. wasn't making his payments on it. And so he had come to them and demanded more money See, you got that quizzical look on your face again. Well, yeah. It's That's why we were having the conversation. Because he said, he said he demanded more money because in order to make this deal work, which wasn't working, why owe you $600 million or whatever it is, I need some more money so I can do it even bigger. Then I'll make more money and then I'll be able to pay all of this money back. So good money after bad. And I remember the conversation we had, and I don't know if it was something one of us had read or if one of us actually made the statement that when you owe them so much, they can't afford to let you, you know what I mean? Yeah. There's somebody at that bank... <laughs> A, that's going to lose their job. Hey, Bob, you said loan the dude $600 million and now he ain't paying it back. Right? You're fired. Right? But that guy's still in charge. So he's like, all right, we got to make this work. So let's loan him, you know, another $100 million or whatever it was. You know what I'm saying? Because he's trying to keep his job. And that's what I mean. All this deceit. And then part of the Trump the Trumposphere of lawsuits and everything that's going on at this circus. It's hard to explain this circus to you because I'm trying my best just to follow the bouncing balls. Part of the thing is that these companies, these banks, were deceiving our government. Because remember I told you you pay your taxes based on how much you're worth and you report how much you're worth and then they they compare. Like, my job says we paid this guy X amount of money. I tell the IRS that I made this amount of money. Now, at some point, they do some calculating. They don't look at every single person because it's like a stream. But every once in a while, they go, bing, let's look at this. And they go... Like that one, like the, <laughs> the ethics violate or the ethics investigation. You look and you go, oh, I'm out. Because they're going to look at me and they're going to say, no, the company said, they use round numbers, the company said they paid you $100,000. You say the company paid you $50,000. One of you must be lying and owes us the tax on the fifty grand. You see what I'm saying? So now we're going to have to do some checking. We're going to audit you or we're going to audit them. 
right? And you do the audit. And then the audit is where I told you everything I was doing and this is why I sent you this check, right? All this stuff I was doing, I only made 50 grand. Now, if they say 100 grand is what they paid me, but I say I only made 50, that's because one part of that can be because the shenanigans that is the tax code allows me to say, well, I've made my payment on my house and because I make my payment on the house, part of that payment on the house is an interest on the loan. So I get to deduct the interest on the loan. And if you add all that up, that ends up being about a thousand dollars. And then you take this one over here and then I get to do this and I do that and I work out of my home. And so I get to do and you every little thing you can deduct on these different issues and whatnot then bounces back, and this is why I'm saying I only made $50,000. And then they go, oh, okay. So you owe us tax on that, and that's they paid you, and now you explain why it's this. You see what I mean? And that's what an audit is. Now, Trump is claiming that he's been in an audit, <laughs> a single audit, for something like eight years because he's been in office for four and they've been asking him for his tax returns all along. And before that, there were some folks asking for tax returns and he wasn't giving them because they were in an audit. And so, you know, I can't give those numbers to you because I'm in an audit. I mean, if I tell you it's this, it's liable to be something totally different tomorrow because of the audit. Well, it would only be something totally different if you already know that you was lying. And that's why the audit is going to require you to change some things because um, funny enough, when they audit you and it comes out that you really owe, you know, you didn't really, you, you got a hundred, you said 50 and you got no reason why not. Right. Because you just thought, well, I'll say 50. I'll pay tax on 50. Nobody will know the difference. Oh, damn. They picked me out to look at my stuff. Now I got to explain this, right? You cheated. That's it. Except, wait a minute. You can amend your turn and do all this stuff and go back and say, no, 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 no. What I meant to say was, I got 100000 and then I had this, so I really had 75000 So I guess, oh, my bad, I owe you some tax. You see what I mean? That's how they, it's all made up. When I tell you that, it's all made up. Like we agree to the rules or the regulations or set the deals, the legal instruments. We we put all that together and then these are the rules. And just like you and your brother play basketball and then all of a sudden one of you says, the bushes are out. And he said, the bushes ain't out. We didn't say that. Yes, we did. Well, that's only fair. I mean, that one's there and that's there and that's past the bushes. You know, that ain't even the bushes. That's over. You know what I mean? You start arguing about things and you know what's right and what's true. Both of you know. Sometimes maybe it's a question of like, I don't know. We said these bushes and that tree, and this ain't really on the bushes or the tree, but it's close. So maybe you should have a judge, but it's just two of you, so you don't have a judge. But sometimes it's like, now I'm tired of losing, so I'm going to say it was out. And then... 
argue until he agrees, right? That happens. And then generally when it don't come out to an agreement, somebody throw the ball somewhere, right? That's when you walk home and come home mad. You know what I'm saying? And that's what I mean when I say it's all made up. And that's what all this argument is about. When they say, you think I'm playing games, but I'm serious. When they say we hold these truths to be self-evident, all men are created equal, what's that? Hmm? What is that? That's, is that the Constitution? Is that the, the bill, the, um, what's it called? It's the statement. It's the, when you make a statement, you make a, Declaration. Oh, yeah. Okay. Declaration of Independence. We hold these truths. Like, here's my argumentation. We hold these truths to be self evident. Mm -hmm. Right? Like, I don't need. We ain't got to go get no more books or nothing. All men are created equal. Let's start there. And then the bullshit begins. Right? Immediately, you start talking about who ain't equal, women, and I didn't mean them and not those, and you dig what I'm saying? Immediately, that's why there's always going to be this push and pull. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if you're following me. I just... Dude, I'm just trying to make your mind ready for this crap you walking into. You know what I mean? You walking into a world that's happening. And just like your buddy or his buddy had that run in yesterday, the world just comes at you all out the blue sometimes. So all I'm trying to do is have you ready as best I can. What I always tell Josh here in the lesson, you know what that is? Hey, thanks again for checking me out. And hit me up on Facebook, Michael T. Justice, Twitter, Michael T. Justice, and of course here at Anchor FM you can leave a voice message and uh, I would love for any responses and um, requests.